We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Maybe he'll shorten it maybe to the three-point line, but they're calling for the same play. This is the set he ran, hitting that game-winning three against Philadelphia. Tatum kicks. Horford! No! That's it! straight victories for your father's Knicks. Who am I? (laughs) What the fuck is happening? Oh. oh, this fucking team! What is this? Oh my god! I know I'm old, but I remember the '90s. I remember the '90s pretty well. It was nothing like this shit. Oh. Oh my god. I uh <laughs> I have never felt like this after a Knicks win or at least not since I mean this fucking team. This apologies if for if you're one of those folks out there that have, you know, kids that you, you know, listen to this podcast with. It, it, <laughs> This fucking team. This fucking team. Just. They're just special. It's just a special, special group. As I see, Benji Riddle gives his gives his grades for today. It's it. I'm. I'm struggling because that was arguably the game of the year in the NBA double overtime game uh, between the best team in the league and the Boston Celtics who gave the New York Knicks everything they could handle 
tonight coming off of a really, really unpleasant experience against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you knew, you knew the Boston Celtics were going to come out tonight and they were, I mean, forget laying down and dying. You knew the Boston Celtics tonight were going to come out and just give you everything they had, everything that they were capable of giving. And, and yeah, like, let's get it out of the way now. I know that we're missing Malcolm Brogdon, who used to be a candidate for six man of the year. Um, thanks for participating. Uh, I know they were missing him and I know they were missing big Bob. I, I would actually argue that not having Robert Williams was a, a, a benefit to the Boston Celtics tonight. Um, we'll, we'll get into all that later, but yeah, they were fine. They were missing Brogdon. They had everybody else. And God knows that team has withstood losses before they were the best team in the league last year without Malcolm Brogdon. The Knicks won the game of the year in double overtime. And they did so without the guy who five nights ago I was sitting on here and talking about, well, wait a minute. Why, why isn't, why isn't Jalen Brunson in the MVP conversation? And then I wrote an article about it and I went through it. I'm like, he's got to get some, some votes, you know, might only be some fifth place votes, but he's got, he's got to get some votes. Should have been an all-star may still have a chance at all NBA. They were missing that guy. The Knicks were missing that guy, the team that, was not supposed to win 40 games this year. They were missing that guy into Boston, into the team that has been for essentially a season and a half. Now the best team in the league. Um, and they just won that game in double overtime and they won it. And they won it because they have a kid and apologies if anybody who's in their early twenties takes offense to that statement, but Emmanuel quickly, I don't, I don't even know what is he? 20, was he 22, 23, whatever the hell he is. He's a kid. He's a 30 year player in the NBA. He's 25th pick in the draft. They have a kid who doesn't know that you're supposed to play by a script in the NBA. That, there's a there's an order to things, right? There's an order to things. And if you are the sort of player that you, you come in and you, yeah, I know he was, you know, a top 10 prospect, but you come in and things go so poorly for you that you have to come back for a second year, even at Kentucky, and you have to come off the bench uh, for a period of time. And, you know, you were supposed to be the point guard and then like that didn't really work out. You got to play another position. And yeah, you know, most people say you're, going to be in the second round, uh, you know, probably somewhere in the forties and you end up going 25th. But again, you went 25th because why? Because worldwide West has an old, 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 old relationship with, uh, the good, the good old boys at, uh, at, at Kentucky. And, uh, you know, he, he just wanted his guy foolish, foolish guy that he was right. Running a, running a basketball team for the first time. Get me Emmanuel quickly. Silly nonsense. Put your shirt on Wes. That's why he was the first round pick at all, right? Okay. And then you come in and you are not supposed to get time on the team, but you do get time. Um, and you you like you make an imprint. You make a real impact as a rookie. 
to the point where there were some notions about like, hey, maybe we should just give this kid the reins, right? But no, you don't do that, right? Because he's not a real point guard, right? He's 25th pick in the draft. He's a little guard. He's like, he doesn't, he doesn't get to the rim. He doesn't like, he's, that's, that's not a starting point guard in the NBA. Let's go sign Kemba Walker instead. That's a much better idea. That's the script, right? That's the script the Knicks have to follow. Go sign the old point guard who's from New York City. Give him the reins. Well, how'd that work out for you? And then after that goes up in smoke, you give quickly the reins. Looks pretty good. The end of last season coming into this season. No. And look. It got us Jalen Brunson, right? The Knicks, and, and this is the, the irony, right? Talk about the irony. Talk about so much of a storyline wrapped up in one night. The Knicks' lack of faith in Emmanuel quickly. It's not the only reason that Jalen Brunson is here, but it's a big reason because obviously they felt they needed a starting point guard. And oh, by the way, they did need a starting point guard. And we love Jalen Brunson, and I hope nobody takes what I just said as anything bad about uh, against Jalen Brunson. But it still was, in essence a lack of faith in Emmanuel quickly. Now quickly started out the year. Wasn't shooting it that well, doing everything else. Okay. Again, there's a script to this. There's a script to this. And if you're a third year player and you're kind of iffy, right. And the Knicks apparently looked at him as kind of iffy because they were taking calls and they were making calls on him. That happened. The guy that we just watched be the best player on a floor on the same court as Jason Tatum who's going to finish third or fourth in the MVP voting this year. Emmanuel quickly was the best guy on the floor with Jason Tatum. And you know what the bitch of it is? It didn't seem silly at all to anyone who's been watching this kid since he got drafted because through all of the trials and tribulations and ups and downs and lack of belief and playing nine minutes against the Los Angeles Lakers or whatever it was last season, the the ridiculous number. How about this? Let's give Tim's coach of the year. You know why? All the times he buried uh, quickly on the bench, didn't play him enough minutes. It gave him enough energy, gave enough energy to play 55 minutes tonight. He would have played another five if he had to. This game went to triple overtime. Didn't follow the script. Didn't follow the script. Never wavered. Never said, eh, you know what? My team's trying to trade me. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to count. No, that's when he picked up his game. And while he has been excellent at all of the other components of basketball since really the beginning of the year. And for the most part, since he was drafted, although God knows he's improved a great deal um, in his, in his two plus years here, almost three years. He wasn't shooting it and he wasn't really scoring at an efficient rate. And like at the end of the day, if you're going to be a big time player in the NBA, we could wax poetic about all the things that you do aside from scoring. But if you're going to be a big, big time player in the NBA, you got to be able to score. That's especially in the league in the year of our Lord, 2023. And then a funny thing happened. (laughs) Started making shots. (laughs) He started making more shots and more shots and more shots. Started whatever it was, a handful of games when when RJ was out, putting up 20 points a night like it was nothing in the starting lineup. Goes back to the bench. No problem. Not an issue at all. I am going to continue being your third best player. Not close. Even though I'm coming off the bench. And all of that led up to tonight, which is a night 
And again, it started off on, well, the first shot of the game, again, it's how it starts is how it ends quickly with the deep three. But for the most part, and again, I don't want to, this is not going to, this will be taken as a disparagement of R.J. Barrett. It is, it, it is not that because R.J. Barrett had a, a really nice game. He had a really nice game. Not a perfect game, but R.J. Barrett had a really nice game. I think he ended up with about 30 points or close to 30 points. They I, goes without saying they don't win this game without R.J. Barrett. But when this game got started off, right, with, a, with a, the ball going to R.J., offense flowing through R.J., and that was good move, right? Get him going. It was instrumental to them starting off on the right foot. Um, RJ was immaculate in that first quarter. And of course, Julius Randle, right? Like Brunson's out. We go through Julius. And now who steps in to Jalen Brunson's place? It's RJ Barrett, secondary offense. That's the script. Except it got to a point where the script wasn't really working. And we were falling behind. And they were in the third quarter. End of the third quarter, they were looking like I was sitting here preparing. I was like, all right, well, I can still spin this as a positive, right? On the post game. And, uh, and I'm going to mean it too, because down Brunson, let's not, let's not, you know, forget that. Let's emphasize on the lead, right? The lead is they were without Brunson. They came into Boston. They gave him hell for a half. And then they slowly let go of the rope, except someone didn't want to follow the script. And it just kept going and going and going. And Emmanuel quickly put this team on his freaking back and won this game for them. He had a career high, finished with, I believe, 38 points, um, 55 minutes, eight rebounds, seven assists. Uh, not to mention four steals, two blocks. I don't think there have been a ton of Knicks in franchise history who have put up that stat line. And of course, plus eight in a game they won by two in double overtime. That's Emmanuel quickly. There's so much to talk about in this game. There were so many efforts that were really... um, Imperfect, right? It was imperfect efforts, but good efforts, solid efforts from Julius Randle. Um, again, we're like 31 points on on 22 shots. Was it Julius Randle's best game? No. Were there some horrifying moments in the second half of the fourth quarter from Julius Randle? Yes. Will we give Julius Randle a pass for forget two nights ago, but for the entire season? Absolutely. Julius Randle was more good than bad in this game, even though he was far from perfect um, in some key moments. We already sung RJ Barrett's praises. Mitchell Robinson, 13 and uh, 13 and 14. Um, again, they don't win this game without him. Imperfect game across the board. And Josh, my guy, Josh Hart. How do we forget about Josh Hart? Josh Hart, <laughs> 10 points, eight rebounds, says nothing about what his true impact was. But again, these were all imperfect games from all of these players. And you went into Boston and you beat a Boston team in which Jason Tatum went for 40 on 30 shots and in which Jalen Brown went for 29. And by the way, Al Harford, 6-10 from three. And the Celtics, as a team, 21 three-pointers made tonight. They weren't going to win this game without a perfect game from Emmanuel quickly. And I don't care about the shots that he didn't make or whatever perfect game. And you know what the real crazy part of it? I think he, I think he was as good on defense as he was on offense. We've been saying it. We've been saying it since October, maybe November, at least 
He's the best defender on the Knicks. Top to bottom, given his responsibilities, given his role. No, he's, is he the best point of attack guy? No, he's not the best point of attack guy. Can the right guy still take advantage of his uh, of his size? We saw that once or twice from Smart tonight. It happens. But like pound for pound, he's the best defender on the Knicks. And again, we could say this in a dozen different ways that they don't win this game without Emmanuel quickly doing this or this or this or this. It's just... And 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 so the game that we just saw from quickly is why this is such a such a strange post game for me to try to do, because you have this quickly game out here, which is its own thing and deserves its own praise. And at the same time, you have this team out here that has won nine straight games and is seemingly refusing to lose and has caught lightning in a bottle. And that lightning is real and they believe in each other and they play for each other and they make the right play. Every time that they're able to, or at least let me rephrase that. They don't always make the right play. I'm thinking of Julius Randall in the fourth quarter, but the intention is always there. Even with Julius, when he has his moments, the intention is always there. They're imperfect, but that is why we love them because they are imperfect. This is the opposite of a super team. And yet they are winning games. And for more than half a season, they have the net rating and the statistical profile and the win total for what it's worth of not a super team, but like a championship contender. And I guess the last thing I'll say before we get to the personal injury report and moment of the game, I don't know how the hell I'm going to try to do a moment of the game. I just read off Emmanuel quickly's buckets. We'll be here for the next hour. Be well worth our time. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I'll say it. <laughs> Why not us? Why not us? I I know it's a different era, and like, and shout out to the people, and and someone someone got on me in my DMs because they were like, I brought up the two thousand four, you know, Pistons in a post game months ago, and you and you laughed at me, um, and I brought him and I brought him up the other night, and I'm gonna bring him up again now, um. Because like just again, different, different era, different era of basketball. Um, But camaraderie, togetherness, effort, and building a team that fits perfectly with one another. Those are things that translate to any era, whether it's 2014 when the San Antonio Spurs, another team that doesn't get talked about enough as like they didn't have a superstar. I understand they have one of the 10 greatest players of all time and Tim Duncan and another guy who had he stayed healthy throughout his career would have an argument for being probably in the top 20 or 25. But Kawhi wasn't there yet and Tim was past his prime. But again, that team was just built perfectly. They played a style of ball built perfectly. And by the end, they ran roughshod over a, a legitimate super team. Ten years before that, it was it was the Pistons, you know, and we've seen some other teams like that throughout history, but those are probably the best examples. You could even go back to the Pistons teams of the late 90s or late 80s, but again, different, really, really different era. The point is that sometimes the the whole really is greater than the sum of its parts. Not to say that the parts here aren't very good, but again, the most important part for this next team has been Jalen Brunson all season long, and he wasn't there tonight and they still won this game. That says something to me. 
that says a lot to me and it should say a lot to anyone else in the NBA who's watching and wondering about this team and what can they do? What are they capable of? How high can they go? How far, how deep into the playoffs can they make it? I, they're making it so I, I'm the guy who tries so hard not to get ahead of myself and they're making it so hard right now because they're just, and they deserve our unbridled optimism with how they're playing. They deserve that. They've earned it. I keep saying, I keep, I went back to it a few times over the last couple of years. They are earning this from all of us. I'm so great to be a Knicks fan right now. It is so great to be a Knicks fan right now. And how many times over the years did I just sit there watching 20 point loss after 20 point loss so far away from relevance, it was staggering. We weren't even in the tunnel. We were we we weren't even at the entrance to the tunnel yet. And now to sit here and be like, it's so great to be a Nick fan. It is better to be a Nick fan right now than a fan of any other team in the league. And I can say that and I can mean it. How wild is that? For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com slash filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com slash filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Okay. I feel like I just had sex. All right, let's do a uh, personal injury report and moment of the game. First and foremost, uh, personal injury report presented by our friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. If you are one of, I'm told, something like 2,500 people watching right now or listening tomorrow or watching one of the replays, and you think you might have a case, a personal injury matter, call the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum today. They are Owned and operated by Nick Van. Barry Weiss, shout out to you. Um, he's also a fantastic attorney. 212-366-6100. Again, 212-366-6100. Or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. If you think you might have a case, free consultation. Uh, don't go with a rookie. Go with a veteran. Weiss and Rosenbloom. Um, personal injury report. No Jalen Brunson? Um, Tibbs said before the game, he did not think it was serious. My understanding is that there, uh, was no MRI taken, which I take to be a good thing. Uh, it was for anybody wondering different foot. It was listed as a sore foot different than the ankle that he turned in Miami two nights ago. So I, I, again, I don't know what it is. Let's keep our fingers crossed because for as amazing as tonight was, this team only goes so far as uh, Jalen Brunson is able to help take them. Not 
carry them, help take them because he is he is part. He's part of the effort. Uh, so that's our personal injury report. Moment of the game. I mean, wh- how the hell are you supposed to do a moment of the game with with a game like that? I'm going to try, though. I'm going to attempt. I'm going to I'm going to give it the old college try. Um, let's. So they went. Yeah, I think we got to go. OK. We're going to start in overtime. Now, we're going to, okay, we're going to go one for the end of regulation, one for overtime, and one for double overtime. The end of regulation was the Emmanuel Quickly steal and fast break between five and six minutes left in the game. That was such a big play. It, it really helped secure their lead at that time. I thought it was absolutely massive. Um, for the second for the first overtime we're going to go with the Emmanuel quickly driving floater that tied the game and sent it into the second overtime and then in the second overtime in the second overtime I'm actually going to go with the first shot from quickly because once that that was a 30 footer with no hesitation that was a 30-footer from Emmanuel Quickly that set the tone for the overtime to the point that that shot went down. And I actually said to myself, with over four and a half minutes left in the overtime period, they're not going to lose this game. Emmanuel Quickly is going to win this game for us. And then he scored the first, he went on to score the first seven points of overtime. We could sit here and we could name 30 different moments of the game just on offense. There were a ton of big moments on defense too. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about them throughout the night. I'm so excited to get to the super chats. Shout out to everyone watching. Shout out to every Nick fan in the world right now. You earn this. You deserve this. Enjoy this. Enjoy this. Please. It's. It's rare. Let's have some fun. I can't wait to see when our first, what is our first super chat? And also when is our first super chat from Um, APJP is on the ones and twos tonight. Um, Justin, if you want to give me a sense of maybe if some of these came in before the end of the game, I have no idea. I'll try to decipher for myself, but um, yeah. Starting off with Colin Reardon. You talked the other day, how Emmanuel quickly never takes a game off. Now, he never t- <laughs> now he never takes a fucking game off. I can't remember a Nick this century. I love more. Not gonna lie. Um, it's been going back and forth all season for me between Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel Quickly, between my favorite Nick and I got. Sorry, we're we're gonna have to call Jalen Brunson Wally Pip after tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, because he he stole he Emmanuel Quickly stole my favorite my heart. Uh, this was okay. So we're, these, these super chats are starting at halftime apparently. And then uh, we got a few more. Okay. Let's keep it going. Colin. Thank you for starting us off tonight. Robert cross. Of course, it's your boy, John Marcus smart belongs in a circus because he's a straight up clown. Um, the officiating was not good tonight. I did think that the, it equalized over the course of the game. I've said it before about Marcus smart. He's a player that if he was on my team, I would absolutely love him. Maddening player. Mending player. 
But how do you not love him if he's on your team? And how do you not absolutely despise him if you have to play against him? But yeah, a little bit of a clown show at times by the refs tonight. Thanks, Robert. Robert with another one. First time, long time, John. I don't want to hear about IQ ceiling anymore unless we're talking about the rafters and MSG. That is the ceiling. Hashtag 53 wins. I, um, oh, here we, another one from Robert's just pumping them out. Thank you, my friend. I knew I could count on you at a game like this. It's your boy, John. The New York Knicks are NBA title contenders. You force this on all of us, Robert. Your chicanery. You take responsibility for this. How does that feel? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag we now. I just, again, I don't know how we could look at this team right now and say they are definitely not going to win a playoff series against that team. There's one team that I still fear the hell out of in our conference. I don't even want to think about the West, um, although a weird year from the West. There's one team that I still fear the hell out of in our conference, and it's the team that, again, has the best player in the world. And you want to talk about a team that the parts make a lot of sense. I know they lost yesterday uh, to end their or two nights ago, whatever it was to end their um, winning streak. But the Bucks are, I think the Bucks are going to win the championship uh, sitting here right now and saying that if I had to make a pick, I would pick the Bucks. But again, even Milwaukee, even Milwaukee, how could we sit here and be like, oh yeah, the Bucks are going to like roll over us in a series. I, that would be disrespectful. That would be disrespectful to what they're doing. As far as Emmanuel quickly sealing, I'll uh, I'll save my thought on that for a little bit later because I'm sure we're going to get a lot of IQ love. Um, <laughs> Andrew's texting me that I am a jerk because I am not predicting that we're going to win the championship. Uh, thank you, Robert. Another one from Robert. First time, long time, John. More than a few of us said IQ could be the starting point guard over Point Burks. Just saying, hashtag 53 wins. It was, listen, Robert, in my defense, as someone who has defended this coach, up and down, left and right, since the day he was hired, and throughout all of the trials and tibulations, tibulations, see what I did there last year. I said it in the moment, and I will say it again, and I said it throughout the summer. Continuing to start Alec Burks at point guard and not turning to Emmanuel quickly in, I, I, I mean, at least the middle of the season, you could argue. It was ridiculous earlier than that, but it only to me it became ridiculous, ridiculous around the middle of the season. Later, maybe as we went to the the last third of the season, I said it at the time. It was ridiculous at the time. It's still ridiculous. Um, I'm glad they rectified it for the most part. Thank you, Robert. DJ MKC, Emmanuel pronounced Emmanuel Jalen quickly. Thank you, DJ MKC. I, I mean, I'm just here for all the IQ love tonight. It's not going to get old. Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. I don't want Joel Embiid here ever. Money Mitch is the New York Knicks. Hashtag 53 wins. Mitch was Mitch was big tonight. And where Mitch where Mitch struggled tonight, which and and this is partially this is partially Mitch. But I think it's mostly just the scheme the Knicks play. And again, it, it's the NBA in 2023. When you face teams that are that can go five out credibly, you are like you're you're gonna have to pick your poison, especially when they could go five out and they have 
um, an MVP candidate and an all NBA player in terms and like just the offensive skill sets of Tatum and Brown. So when you have that and you have the five out situation, they're impossible to fully guard. And to the extent that Mitch struggles with that, that's part scheme. I think, and Benji would be the better person to talk about this than me. I would say it's mostly scheme, less Mitch. Is he perfectly suited for that even regardless? No. And it's not a coincidence that like going into the year, the teams that were talked about as like the quote unquote contenders, um, Boston, Milwaukee, Golden State, and the Clippers, I would have put those as the top four coming into the season. All four of those teams have an option to go to in terms of a lineup where they could either switch everything or like they're not going to get killed by five out. And they're also not only are they not going to get killed by five out, but they're also going to be able to keep teams honest enough on the boards. Now, here's where I will give Mitch his, his flowers. He made them pay on the on the boards tonight. And if you're going to go against a team uh, that is playing Al Harford to become a, a five out team, you have to make them pay on the boards. And he did. Did he? Was he perfect? No, he wasn't perfect, but he was very, very, very good. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate you. Seriously, man, I don't, I don't, I don't thank you enough. Um, Jesse M, quite possibly the most impressive win in ten years. I am at a loss for words. I, I, we said two nights ago, two nights ago, we had this conversation. The most impressive win. How many times this season have I come up here after a game and said, "Holy shit, that might be the most impressive win of the season," or that might be the most impressive win we've had in several seasons? Like, there's been a few of them. Including another game, two two other games you could even argue, but at least one other game against Boston. Um, man, I'm at a loss for words too, Jesse. I am. Thank you, man. Uh, Robert Cross, it's your boy John. No more dark horse talk about the Knicks. We are as much of a contender as Milwaukee and Boston. Hashtag we now. Do you hear me? Hashtag we now. I think someone should check on Robert. I feel like I feel like. Robert is like lying in the middle of a room. He's passed out. And there's like, you know, like he, like he's frothing at the mouth, you know? Um, I, 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 I worry about you, Robert. I know you're, you're, you're turn, turning a big number soon. Um, so just, you know, just checking in on you, man. Just checking in on you. Don't have a heart attack. <laughs> New Gizzle, IQ six man of the year. I called it in September. Uh, good job by you. Uh, I said it on the halftime. I'll I will double down because it's some praise that I could give my I give myself a half pat on the back for this. I wrote before the season um, that they're the one Nick that I felt pretty confident would end up on an awards ballot. Some awards ballot would be Emmanuel quickly. I, I wrote it. I said, I predicted top three for him. We could throw that out the window. He's the sixth man of the year and he proved it. He's been proving it in fairness. Shout out to, to XJ for his great thread the other day during the week. Um, but he, I mean, the betting odds, I believe Sam Quinn tweeted out uh, this earlier today. The betting odds between him and Brogdon are, are even. Um, where I feel like an idiot is I was on a pod with, I don't know if it was with Andrew or with Jeremy or someone, but we were going through the odds like a month or two ago. And I was like, man, it's like 101 odds. Like, really? That seems disrespectful. Good job, uh, New Gizzle. And he is, he is now the favorite. Yes, he is. Thank you, Andrew, for that text. Um, 
Let's keep it going here. Uh, thank you, by the way, to everybody watching, everybody contributing. We're going to get to everybody tonight. This is this is great. Barry Craver, whoever convinced Leon to draft Emmanuel quickly deserves to be a GM somewhere. There's not enough to say about the guy tonight. Let's go. So I, I went on. Uh, shout out to Sean with a W uh, hosting our Knicks Twitter spaces. Uh, that uh, was yesterday afternoon. Uh, and I was just kind of like going through like some guys that have made the all-star team in like recent memory, uh, you know, guy like, like Jeff Teague made an all-star team as kind of like a small guard. And he was the starting point guard on a team that won 60 games, but you know, he made the all-star team. Fred Van Vliet made the all-star team. It was last season, right? Uh, you know, you want to go back a little bit further, um, you know, like Sam Cassell, Again, a guy who like spent a decent chunk of his career as a, or a, some part of his career as a six man, but he was a starter. But he was always like kind of like he was never the engine for a team, but he was a guy that if he was on your team, like it led to winning. Like he made an all star team. Like the difference between all of these guys and Emmanuel quickly, at least in terms of where Emmanuel quickly is now and where he seems to be headed, because again, he is in his third season. This is his third season. Third. The difference is opportunity. That's all. It's just opportunity. And we know he has the skill set. There's all of the holes that people used to point at. Um, I know not a lot of Knicks fans because he's people have been as universally high on him as I think any Nick in recent years. But the holes that people wanted to point to, like he's filled pretty much all of them. Like he could create offense. Just watch watch the tape of that game that we just saw tonight. He could create offense. He makes all the passes. He could shoot it. Def, you know, de- defensively, we don't even have to talk. It's not a conversation. Um, I don't know if he's ever going to get an opportunity to play that many minutes and score that many points and 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 accumulate that many counting stats. I, 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 I don't know, but like. That's a you. There's a lot of ways to be a star in the NBA. That dude's a star. I know I said that at at least one post game last year. That dude's a star. Thanks, Barry. Hushzu, <laughs> LFG. Ah, everybody's making noises now. I love it. There's nothing else to do. My God, did I yet? Did I let out when they won that game? I'm surprised I can get a knock on the door. I'll just say that. Or my wife coming in here looking just absolutely very upset. I did not get either of those things, thankfully. Maybe it's coming. Uh, thanks, Hush. Jibo, RJ hugging IQ is what this team is all about. I, I, I spoke about this, I think, a, a decent amount against Miami, but it's worth doubling down again on um, the you cannot have this level of success without complete and total love and trust in one another as a team. And they have that. They have it in spades. They believe in each other right now. There is no selfishness on this team. Um, You know, and like, that's not a shock because the only guys playing for a new contract are quickly an OB and like, Obi, God love him. He seems just like the the most positive guy in the world, and he would never let 
I mean, if there's anyone who has an excuse to be like not on the same page as everybody else, it's Obi, and he hasn't been that. Even if he's shown some frustration a couple times on the court, quickly, quickly's the guy, right? Quickly's the guy who had the excuse to not be rowing in the same direction. RJ just got paid. Jalen Brunson just got paid. Quickly could have looked at the situation and be like, man, I was better. I've been better than RJ Barrett. Like, why? Like, why are you trying to trade me? And you just, you just paid it. I understand they couldn't extend him last offseason. I understand the first opportunity to extend Emmanuel quickly isn't going to be here until the summertime. But like how they seem to be treating him, like, again, taking and making trade calls. He was the guy who had the excuse to divert course. Nope. He just played better. That's all. He just played better. And he was already playing great. Thanks, Shibo. Hamdi M, not in enough words, not enough words in, in the English language to describe Emmanuel quickly. 55 minutes. The man is a beast. Um, I am going to have to do, uh, you know, I think Andrew's watching. Uh, Andrew, if you're watching, if you want to give me a little, maybe send it via text. How many Knicks over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years um, <laughs> uh, have played. 55 minutes in a basketball game. I can't imagine it was, it's been too many. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this is a quote from Julius Randall. Um, Julius Randall, who has played in every game this year, joked he may need some load management on Tuesday. I'm contemplating it right now. Uh, Julius Randall is going to make an all NBA team. And I think he, sh- if he get, I think if I don't think he's going to, I think he's joking about it. I think he's going to play. If he if he plays all eighty two, I know this night's about Emmanuel quickly, but like, if Julius Randle plays all eighty two, that's that's so special. Uh, we got a little ways to go, but we'll see. I know they're playing the Hornets, so 